Welcome to the Pacific Point Church Podcast, where we're learning to love and live like Jesus. During this half hour, we're praying that God will direct, encourage, and speak to you. If you would like to partner with Pacific Point Church and our church plants, you can download the Pacific Point Church app at the App Store or visit us at pacificpointchurch.com slash give. At that same site, you can also watch and listen to previous sermons, read follow-up blog posts and extended notes, and even connect with Pacific Point Church on social media. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. All right, well, we're, you know, I got a couple things. I want to, you know, we talked about, we're in a new year, a new chapter. Last week, we talked about that with each one of your lives, and this is a new chapter in this church and what God has. I'm always fascinated with new chapters or new years and resolutions. There's some crazy thing with that, that we think in our mind, just because it's, you know, 2022, all of a sudden, somehow, this power comes upon us, and we can, we can change the 50 things we weren't able to change the last year. You know what I'm talking about, you know? Suddenly, I'm stronger. I'm more disciplined and powerful and capable. And, and, and it was just yesterday that you weren't. There's something about the mindset of that. The reality is in 2021, we're mostly powerless over change. Sin captured us at different times. Fear gripped the church in many ways. One of the things that drives me nuts is this, that fear grips the church, that those who know Jesus walk in fear around Corona. I'm not telling you not to be smart. I'm not telling you not to get vaccinated. I'm not telling you any of those things. What I'm telling you is this, fear is not a part of this relationship that we have with Jesus. COVID ran wild. Hopelessness owned so many people in 2021. So who are you to think that in 2022 you can flip a switch and it's all going to go away? Why do we think that? The moment that I'm aware of my need to change, though, is also the moment that I realize that I need God most. It's when I remember that I need a Savior. When change needs to happen, know this. You do not have the will or the strength to do it. It's Christ in you. We need to start the year, this year, off with hope. Your neighbors need to hear hope. Your coworkers need to hear hope. Your friends and family need to hear hope. And we have to keep that in front of us. And the answer is this, Jesus in you. That is the hope, Jesus in you. So for 2022, this is as I've been praying and asking God, this is what I feel like God's saying to me as a pastor and for our church. To know that you know that the answer is Jesus in me. Last year in 2021, we, we talked about word, pray, and day. That was what I felt like God gave us, that, that word to read and journal um, on, a, on a, a daily basis, that we should pray conversations with Jesus each and every day, that, that we should do this regularly. That's what I feel like God was saying. Now, on top of that, we're building, and what we're building on is this, that, that we'll pray and read and press into Jesus But instead of asking all the questions and all the wrong places, what you have to know and what I want to stand on and believe this year is this. The answer is Jesus in me. It says this in Colossians 1.27. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches, the glory of, of this majesty, which is Christ in you, the hope and glory. Some of us are sitting here right now wondering how we're going to deal with fill in the blank. Some of us are are sitting there thinking, how am I going to deal with finances for this year, relationships for this year? I don't know, whatever it might be. The answer is Jesus in you. The simplicity of the gospel is the beauty of the gospel. 
The simplicity and the power of the gospel is what's beautiful about the gospel. And if the church would just get a hold of that, if the church would just grab a hold of that, we could change the world. We could change the world. That scripture says to them to make known the mystery, the hope of the gospel, or the hope of glory. First, he says this to them. Paul, he's literally speaking to them, which are Christians, you and me, believers in Christ Jesus. If you have a relationship with Jesus, he's speaking to you today. He calls them literally, prior verses, he calls them the Lord's people. He's talking to those who have had a, an encounter with Jesus and know him as his Lord and Savior. And he says to them, to make it known, this revelation of who Jesus is. You see, because when you encounter Jesus each and every day, when you read your word and you pray and you have this encounter with him, what happens is there's this revelation and he makes himself known to you. God doesn't reveal himself to the casual inquirers. I say that all the time. He doesn't reveal himself to just anybody who's just fly by Christian. What he does is he, he, he asks us to seek him in his word. In the same way in a healthy relationship with the one that you love, you go after, you seek, you spend time. And it says this, to make known the revelation of Jesus, the revelation of Jesus, and that revelation of what Jesus did, what I was prior to my relationship with him, what he did in my life and who I am, what I worried about, what I thought about, what controlled me until I had this encounter with Jesus and then what he did in my life and who I am today. See, that's what the world needs to see. They need to, it needs to be known who Jesus is in your life. Your wife needs to know who Jesus is in your life. Your husband needs to know who Jesus is in your life. Your coworkers, your family and friends. Is this, he says, to know the mystery. You see, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit came upon certain people to empower them for a task, for a moment. But today, the new believers have a different experience, and the Spirit indwells each one of us permanently. This permanent indwelling of the Holy Spirit is given to us as believers, and the Bible calls it this mystery, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that changes us, the, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead that lives in each one of us. That mystery of what happens is what Paul's talking about. Each one of us, when you come into that relationship with Jesus, the Holy Spirit living in you. Some of you are wondering, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And I don't know what you're thinking, what am I going to do about what? But what you're going to do is this. You're going to trust in the Jesus that lives in you because this word is true. And it may not look like you want it to look, but the hope of Christ Jesus sits right in here and in your heart. And as you eat these words, as you grab a hold of him, you realize this. The answer is in him, Christ Jesus in you. But that answer is him in you. You stop looking at all these other places. Finishes with this, the hope of glory. See, the hope of glory is the fulfillment of God's promise to restore us all and all of his creation. It says in Romans 8, 19-21, For the creation waits and eagerly longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subject to fertility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it. In hope, the 
the creation itself will be set free from the bondage of corruption and obtain life. Forgot the life part. But the, the hope that you and I walk in is not hopeless. What you're wrestling through right now, it's, the answer is Jesus in you. I don't care if you're a high school student that's wrestling with school and growing and, and girls and boys and, and all. I don't care if you're a college student trying to figure out life. I don't care if you're like 90-year-olds like my dad who is just, you know, trying to keep his license. I don't know. No, he's not that old. He's 89. Um, I, no, I don't care where you're at on the spectrum. I don't care where you sit. I don't care if you're old like me. I don't care where it is. The hope of glory of Christ Jesus is all I got. And the sooner, I, I mean, I, I wish I had known it back then. The sooner you grab a hold of that, the more peace you'll walk in as God calls you to what he has for you. So 2021 was word, pray, and day. 2022 is this, the answer is Jesus in you. And, and, and I meet with many of you and we talk and we have coffee and you're going to ask me a question and I'm going to say, is Jesus in you? And you're going to talk about your relationship and you're going to talk about your difficult times and I'm going to go, the answer is Jesus in you. That's being kind of cold. I, I'll drink your free coffee too. Um, come on, thank you. Daddy's the only one who's got that one. Look, I want to be a wise builder. I don't want to be a foolish man. At 55 years old, I don't want to be a fool. I make foolish decisions in life, but I don't want to be a fool. I want to be wise. And here's what I know that I know that I know is this. The answer is Jesus in me. And the sooner I grab a hold of that and the sooner I walk in that and the sooner I look to that, the, my life will change. It may not, again, change the way you think or you want it to change, but here's the deal. It will change as God sees it, and God will give you the grace to walk it out if you're seeking him and going after the answer, which is Christ in you. The grace to do what God has called you to do comes when you understand who Jesus is and what he's called you to. The grace to walk in the walk that you're walking in, the grace for Chris to live with me and deal with me for 25 years comes from the fact that she knows she's called to be married to me and that God will give her the grace to live with a complete wonderful guy. Goes both ways. The grace is there when we understand that the answer's in us. And it's Christ Jesus. It's Christ Jesus. As, as you read the word and pray daily, I'm looking to Jesus in me. I'm telling you, your finances will change. Let me be real clear here. I didn't say that you're going to have all the money, you, you know, that you ever dreamed of. I said your financial situation will change. For me, what that looked like in my life early in the ministry was readjusting what I thought finances were. Thinking it was about me as opposed to a tool that God gave me to be a blessing. If you, if you look to Jesus in you, your relationship, your marriage, your relationship, whatever it might be, that, that is, ah, it'll change. It'll change. Your job that you don't like, it'll change. Not necessarily because you're going to get a new one, but because you'll understand you're sitting right in the middle of the one that God placed you in for a reason, for a purpose. And the answer is him in you that will change you to have the grace to work with that person that is a complete idiot and you don't like at all. But the funny part of that is they probably think the same of you. 
And the problem with that is you're the Christian. If, if, if you look to Jesus in you, and not to your mental state, look, there, there is no time like today and what we see going on with depression and, and anxiety and, and uh, the crazy mental issues that we're wrestling with. I'm not telling you that they will disappear, although I've seen them disappear. What I'm telling you is the Jesus that I serve that lives in you will give you the grace to walk through it, will deliver you. Your sexuality, your sex life, how did that one get in there? Because you always got to throw that one in there. Look, if, 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 if you, the answers of Jesus in you, who you are, and all that stuff, including your sexuality and sex, God will take care of it. Your home, where you live, God's grace to give you that place. It's, it, we go back and forth because all of our, all of our friends are, a lot of our friends are moving and going back to Texas. And in fact, Jed and Claire, you know, Jed and Claire who do worship regularly for us and they're, they're moving back to Texas and, you know, Texas and Tennessee seem to be the two promised lands of, of hope, you know, but, but here, here's the problem. When I go to the Jesus in me and I go, oh God, can I go to Texas? He says, no. And when I go, how come I can't go to Texas, you guys? Because if, if all of you leave, who's going to be here to preach the gospel? If, if, if you split and get out of this place, who's going to preach the gospel to your neighbors, coworkers, friends, and family? I'm here in California, not necessarily because this is the place I want to live, because your dad lives in Tennessee. He's got all this land. It'd be a lot easier, especially since uh, we could have a house out there. It'd be a lot easier in many ways but I know that I'm called. Therefore, the grace to live here is sufficient. That, that's the awakening that happens when you realize that the, the answer is the Jesus in me. Difficult situations change, not because they change in the natural, because it changes in your heart. And if the church would get that, if the church would grab a hold of that, instead of hoping for and, and rubbing the genie bottle, looking for you know, the, the next whatever it might be. And trust God in the situation you're in. With my kids. With my health. I trust that Jesus in me. You know, as we get older and we break down or go through difficult times, I, I don't trust that this body's going to last. It's hard because it's a good-looking body and I don't want it to break down. But I, I got to come to the reality. Mark, you get it. I got to come to the reality that someday it's just not going to be this way. We play hockey together, and gosh, these 20-year-old kids that fly around, I just, I want to cuss at them. I would never do that, but I want to cuss at them, and I, I want to I slash them and just go, oh, this is not fair. And the part of the problem with that is this. Now I have smarts. I just don't have the legs to get me where I need to be. That's a, you know, that's a problem with, with age. It's like, now you get all this wisdom, but you can't get there as fast. It kind of sucks. But Jesus in me is the answer. It's the only answer I got. It's the only answer I have. I can throw a bunch of verses out there, but, but at the end of the day, everything points to the Jesus of this Bible and the power of Christ that lives in me to be who God has called me to be. And this is what I believe God has spoken to me for this year. 
The answer is Jesus in you. You're going to, I don't know what 2022 is going to look like. I don't know if it can look much worse. I don't know. I don't say that. But I do know this. I have hope because of the Jesus that lives in me. 2022 is about building on what we learned in 2021. The answer is Jesus in me. That's where I'm going. A little picture of what the next six months look like here. Um, next week, we're going to, I'll just give you our, our, I've gone through, these are all subject to change as the Holy Spirit leads, but well, this is uh, my preaching calendar for, uh, well, let's do this first, for the next year. We're going to start next week, and I'll give you your booklets on prayer and fasting. I'm asking us as a church to pray for a week, or pray and fast for a week. We'll have a prayer and worship night here on Wednesday, January 19th, but that week, I'm asking us to fast. Some of you may fast all week. Some of you may fast media. Some, I, don't, I don't care what kind of fast it is, but I'm asking you to pray and ask God, expect God to do something. I'll give you some booklets next week. I'll tell you what it's all about. But going into this year, having this expectation and knowing that Jesus is the answer, so we're going to pray and fast that week of January 17th through January 23rd. We'll have a worship night here. Love as many of you um, to be here as possible. We'll have a time of prayer. We'll have a time of worship and, and, and to see what God might do. Because in 2022 and into eternity, Jesus is the answer. The messages that I believe God has called us to, again, I won't be, uh, things move, they move. I'm starting next week, who am I? And then the answer, Jesus in you, I'm doing a series for about three weeks on that. This one is, is good for Mark and I. Food and family, you know, um, the importance. We'll kick off life groups. Now we're still going through this because Chris is thinking we do women's group and a men's group coming in the, in the uh, winter here. So we'll let you know on that what it'll look like. Um, and then I'm going to, in February, hit this, this topic, Erasing Hell, which uh, is, is, should be fun. When's the last time you've heard a good hell message? Or two? How do we celebrate Easter if we don't know? what true hell is and there was a book called erasing hell and uh we're going to talk about the truth of hell because i think the society and, and culture has erased it in many ways or made it this you know uh character this the, the satan this caricature and this comedy and you know drinking beer with my buddies and look when we have a true picture of what hell is how do we not love our neighbors enough to tell them the truth if this is true, if it's not true, let's just have hamburgers and call it a day. But if this gospel is true, and I'm willing to lay down my life and die for it, if this gospel is true, how do we not tell the truth? Twelve disciples, all but one, died an excruciating death. Why? Not because they didn't believe it, because they knew it was true. No one dies for a falsehood. These men died and put their life because of what? So we'll talk about that. Then leading into, I'm really excited about this series, and I'm doing already doing some reading on it, but how beautiful are the feet, and that is um, four, five weeks leading up to Easter, how beautiful are the feet that bring the good news of the gospel. And I want to go through stories and scriptures and, 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 and really be an evangelistic uh, time for us. Uh, then we have Palm Sunday and Easter. The fact that we're already talking about Palm Sunday and Easter just blows my mind too, uh, a little crazy. Coming out of that, uh, we're, we're going to go into the book of James. We've got Mother's Day, and then we'll, we'll continue into the book of James. That's a snapshot of what the next six months will look like in the church and where we're going. 
um, gives you kind of some things to see and, and what's going on. Uh, excited about the direction because what we believe is we're building the foundation and that foundation is on Jesus. It's on Jesus. The building is a blessing, but life is not about a building. The building's a miracle, but the church is not a building. The church happens when you walk out of this building. The church are hands and their feet that are, are, are active and that are changing lives and touching people. That's the church. And we're building on this foundation so that we will be the church. It says this in 1 Corinthians, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, and costly stone, wood, hair, straw, their work will be shown for what it is because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. What does that mean? It means that we'll be accountable for what we built, that we're building a life and you'll give an account as I will. And I wanna build on a solid foundation and the only foundation, Paul says, is this, Christ Jesus in us. Christ Jesus in us. It's a new year. It's a new year. I'm excited. Don't go get a gym membership. It's a waste of money. It won't last. All those big, you know, things that you're, you know, in your head. Just, you know what? Come to the realization and start wrestling with this principle. The answer is Jesus in you. The answer is Jesus in you. And when that first question comes, that first difficulty comes, because it's coming, we know that, right? Either going in it, coming out of it, right in the middle of it, or you got a little bit of peace. But it's coming. And if you understand this, it'll change your life. It'll change your life.